Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, I've missed our next guest. I've missed, I missed all of it. I missed everybody last two and a half months. I miss talking to you. I missed hearing from you. And you've been so kind with all of your emails and, uh, and posts on social media and calls. I, I'm absolutely, uh, I've said this, I'm touched. You've made a huge difference in my recovery, which is ongoing. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. But I miss this guy and our conversations because I never know what's going to happen. First of all, I know there's going to be news content, really good news content. But I never know where the conversation's going. Tom Korsky is the executive director of Black Locks Reporter. I'm already laughing. And I'd like to be the source of that unpredictability, Roy. It's, it's, it's kind of a little nervous feeling. Because who knows what could happen? <laughs> who you knows? Know, you're right. People, uh, people are gracious. Aren't, people are great. Yes, they are. Uh, people have been absolutely wonderful to me, Tom. Um, and I had a huge struggle, and uh, they know that at the very beginning of the struggle, there was no assurance that I was going to survive it, and uh, here I am, and um, it's just been amazing, just been amazing. The kindness in people's hearts is truly special. I just talked to a man in British Columbia who's living in his car, been living in his car for four weeks, was a realtor, had a business. The COVID mandates essentially put him out of business. He's run out of money. He's living in a car in the Kelowna area. He's in his 60s, and it's a tough, tough slog. And it shouldn't happen in this country. It should not be happening in in this country. This is a man who grew up here, paid taxes here, had a business here, and now he's living in his car, little uh, 2012 Ford. And that's, it's disturbing. It is disturbing. And I said, if the governments want to divert some of my taxes to help out Peter in the Kelowna area, please go ahead and do it. But instead, we have a special rapporteur who, uh, it's an embarrassment. It's a total embarrassment what's going on with, with this situation. And you point out on Black, in Black Lives Reporter at Minding Ottawa, Vote by Liberal and NDP MPs saves David Johnston from Public Accounts Committee subpoena to testifies on what he knew of Trudeau Foundation work with Chinese donors. How do they expect any degree of credibility with Canadians? Let me turn it over to you. It's interesting, isn't it, Roy? Uh, Subpoena. He was going to get a committee summons. They, they were going to send a sergeant at arms if he didn't play ball over to the condo. He's the former governor general. Why would they do that? Because he said, essentially, drop dead. I'm not going to testify. I'm not taking questions about the Trudeau Foundation. You know what's interesting about this entire business, to me, is it really is almost the twilight time 
of an era that we lived with for a long, long time. And I think David Johnson, I ascribe it to age, he's going to be 82 pretty soon, would be living in the past. And the past was that day when if you were a man of his stature, if you were former uh, executive at McGill University or an archbishop or a police chief or a bank president or a newspaper publisher, you could say in public, there's nothing to see here, Roy, but I'm not taking any more questions, and that day has passed. And I don't think Johnson knows it. I think some of the people surrounding him know it, and I think it's a very frightening time for the fake aristocracy in our country. I say that quite sincerely. Dysfunction speaks for itself. Why anyone would take Dave Johnson's word over 338 member parliaments is beyond me, and of course they're not, and he's having trouble with that. Yeah. And more to come is the tagline. Let me come back to Peter living in his car in the Kelowna area. Uh, not sure where the next meal is coming from. Terribly concerned about his credit rating reaching an area where if he's in violation, he could be in, find himself in prison. Meanwhile, you report, and Blacklock's reporter at Minding Ottawa, let me just read this. Senate Agricultural Committee Chair, Senator Rob Black, I love this, budgets $67,000 to spend four nights in Rome studying what? Soil conditions in Canada. Well, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you fly to Rome to study soil conditions in Canada? Even other senators on the Internal Economy Committee were raising their eyebrows. When other senators say, hey, 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 take it easy at the buffet, you know that you're getting into trouble. Yep. Senator Black wanted to fly to Rome for four nights. Oh, $820 a night at the hotel. My favorite, though, was the business class airfare. Com- comes to a total of $42,600 for just the four of them. $43,000 in airfare to go to Rome to study soil conditions in Canada. That's the home of the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization. Now, you would say... Well, maybe they have some useful tips or pamphlets on soil conditions and the quality of soil. And I'm thinking maybe if you could send an email to the government office in Rome, it's called the Canadian Embassy. I bet they even have people there who speak Italian. I know Rob Black doesn't. And maybe they could just drop by the FAO and get a couple of pamphlets and send them on to Senator Black. Or maybe he could visit a library right here in town. But the reason that Senator Black would book that kind of grotesque expense at this time, when even other senators say, like, business class travel, are you kidding me? Who goes to Rome in July? The reason he does that is because he can. And that's Ottawa. Yeah. You could also take a couple of buckets and shovels and some test tubes and some equipment, throw them in the back seat of your vehicle. Drive, <laughs> drive around in Canada, take some soil samples, get That's your mileage fine. allowance, get your gasoline paid for, stay at a motel like the rest of us. <laughs> There's no joy Have a in that. burger along the way, Tom. So, it sounded like work to me, right? <laughs> Spend your summer doing soil samples in Canada and drive your car doing so, Senator. 67000 bucks for four nights in Rome, studying soil conditions in Canada. Yeah, we may have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. 
It's just, it's so outrageous. $18 glass orange juice sounds so benign by comparison. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. Yeah, thousands they booked for, well, $2,800 for Roman taxis. Because you want to see, instead of of driving around Portage to Prairie with a bucket and a shovel, what you want to do is be taking that taxi past the Coliseum at moonlight to really get the the whole La Dolce Vita, the Roman ambiance. It's completely different than Portage to Prairie. I've been to Rome, and I've been to Portage to Prairie. Roy, they are not like each other. (laughs) I'm telling you. I don't know why I'm laughing. I, I should really be creating a sign and getting ready to go to Ottawa with it. <laughs> pay my own way. <laughs> Drive my car. Pay my own way for gas. And march up and down outside the Senate. Okay, so now the public registry of foreign agents definitely is going to be legislated, you write, and, quote, will provide us with very important tools, end quote, according to the public safety minister. Is he still public safety minister, Bill Blair? Uh, public, uh, uh, emergency. Emergency. Minister. Right, yeah, right, that's right. Right. But the catch is there's no deadline. So we'll do it. But we're not sure when. They're having trouble with this one, Roy. And it's, uh, I have to be honest with you, it's not obvious why. What is a foreign registry? I know you've covered this. With Kenny True. Registry requires a mandatory disclosure of uh, cash payments to anyone who acts on behalf of a foreign person, individual, or corporation, or state. The United States has one. It turns out there really aren't that many foreign agents in the United States, big country. They have about, uh, last time I checked, they have about 700 that register. And if you, there are foreign agents representing Canadian clients that have to register in Canada. It's the law. It goes back to 1938. Australia has a foreign agent registry. It seems very elemental. There's been a bill on this in the Senate for a year and a half. It's gone nowhere. No one wants to talk about it. Cabinet has been sort of dragged, kicking and screaming into this. They say it has to be culturally sensitive. The public safety minister, Marco Mendicino, has said that. Who, who, who cares? If you're taking a dollar from a foreign government, report it. That's all the law says in Australia or the United States. For some reason, they tie themselves up like pretzels in uh, Ottawa here over that minimal transparency. Well, perhaps since the United States has such a registry, they could arrange for a flight to Napa in California, (laughs) wine country, (laughs) for four days. (laughs) Business class. I was in Napa just after Christmas. It's quite nice. Beautiful. Beautiful place. So arrange for the federal officials and their hangers-on to fly to Napa, fly to San Francisco, get a car, get a chauffeur-driven limousine more likely, go to Napa, spend some time at a four-star hotel, meet with American officials and find out how the registry works. That they could probably do fairly quickly. I think you're onto something, Roy. Yeah. I I'm, think if you said, I'm getting to cabinet, it we're going to have a registry. That's the bad news. The good news is there's a registry conference in Arizona in January. I think you got it. Yeah. I think you nailed it. With complimentary golf. <laughs> the sun, the sun always. Shines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God yeah, bless them. I know. I, I know these conversations of ours always slide 
off the table somehow. But I think I'm starting to understand the Ottawa thing, which is really scary to me. Uh, Tom Korski, executive editor of Blacklock's Reporter, at Minding Ottawa with us on the Roy Green Show. I love this one. Senate, uh, June 1, Senate administration employees hustle $400 corporate sponsors for golf tournaments to be held only days before new lobby rules limit gifts to $40. Do they have a, a let's slip it under the radar department in, uh, in Ottawa? That's, that's outrageous. Some people question that, and that's how we heard about it. They sent around an internal fire. They, they actually used a Senate email address. If you want to spend $400 as a business, and you would like to, because they're a great bunch of guys in Senate administration, you'd like to sponsor their golf tournament. They actually had a Senate fax. <laughs> they still have one of those. <laughs> they had a Senate fax number oh and, a, and a Senate email address where you could you could call up and, and make some inquiries as to how you could help them out with their golf tournament, one-day golf tournament. The tournament, as uh, you mentioned, Roy, is 48 hours before the 1st of July. Something interesting happens on the 1st of July. New lobbyist code comes into force. And the lobbyist code says no gifts over $40 for public office holders. Now, they say, well, are we really public office holders? That would be an argument between lawyers. They are, according to my reading of the lobbyist code. But this is a lobbying town. You know that, Roy. There's more than 8,000 registered lobbyists in this town. And if you say they're limited to $40 gifts, that's quite painful. Forget about the guy living in the car in Kelowna. Now, this is really painful in Ottawa's world that I can't give a $400 corporate sponsorship to my friends down at the Senate. So maybe they'll remember me next time if you get my meaning. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. June 1. Don't expect 33% faster check-ins. Or 33% more air security charges. Airline lobbyists, since we're speaking of lobbyists, tell senators, since we're speaking of the Senate, uh, I wish I could say this increase in fees would lead to better service. <laughs> it's just, I think I'm just going to go outside and scream. But it, but it won't. This, this was a little clause in the budget. What was interesting is Finance Minister Freeland never mentioned this. And, and it hasn't really been a flavor of the moment for my friends in the media. Everyone who flies, must you must pay. It's completely mandatory, air traveler security charge. It's going up by a third. Wow. Talk about inflation. Round-trip domestic flight goes from 15 to $20. Overseas flight, say to Rome, $26 to $34. You really want taxpayers paying for that. You're starting to talk money, even if you book a flight on points. Airport improvement fees, mandatory air security charge. You know the best part? You say, well, air traveler security charge sounds like I'm paying for security. No, you are not, my friend. Average profit for the Department of Transport, 12 to 18%. They make money on the deal. So that's why when the airline lobbyist says, you don't really think you're getting faster run-through on the screening when you pay 33% more, do you? It's kind of a rhetorical question because everyone knows they're not. As one senator, now retired once, put it, it's just a cash cow. It's just a tax. Let's wrap this up with this, with, with, <laughs> with, with, with this story. And I tweeted on it, and I was going to talk about it this weekend, and I saved it for you. 
Blacklock's reporter, National Security Advisor Jordi Thomas, says she missed secret memo warning China agents were targeting conservative MP because she was on vacation. So nobody communicates with the National Security Advisor when she's on vacation. There's nobody in the office saying, hey, we just got this from CSIS or some similar intelligence agency. Well, the Chinese are targeting a conservative member of parliament. We better get it to the National Security Advisor. No, she's on vacation. Just all month, all month. It was yeah, a month long. Yeah, let's let's. It'll it'll hold till she comes back. What are we doing? That's, that's the official version, right? What's and the that's real exactly version? Right. So you would have to believe that the whole national security apparatus on Parliament Hill operates runs at a lower gear than, say, the City Works Department. Could you imagine the City Works Department? There's a big blizzard, and they didn't send out the snowplow. Because Jerry was ice fishing, he didn't get the email. Could you imagine? <laughs> no. But we're going with that oh on this my one. God. When it comes to a security warning that was so striking, it led to the first expulsion of a foreign diplomat from Canada yeah. in five years. But Jody didn't get it. Jody, whose expertise in national security is comprised of her experience as commissioner of the Coast Guard. I'm not making this up. And Commissioner Jody didn't get it because she was on holidays. There were four other people on that email thread. They didn't pass it on either. The committee, House Affairs Committee can't wait to hear their version. I, I was going to pass it on, and then it was hot, and I, I had a hangover. It, there was a dog. It was... There's no end to it. Yeah. There's no end to it, Roy. Had to take the dog to the vet. I had the, the, it was the dog. It was the dog. It was the, blame the dog. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker for Ottawa. Blame the dog. It's, it's hurtful because other than that, the place runs like a Swiss watch. You know that, right? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.